Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 18th of October. Chinese third quarter GDP came in weaker than the market had been expecting, hardly collapsing, but negative surprises on economic activity are still relatively rare in the global economy these days. As one might expect, monthly data showed that investment in domestic real estate fell, but investment in manufacturing continued to grow. Domestic retail sales were stronger than expected, but industrial production was weaker as energy-intensive sectors like chemicals and metal smelting saw slower activity in September. So, what can investors take from this deluge of data? A number of things hit China in the third quarter. There were negative weather effects, which are always hard to factor into forecasts. And there were COVID-related shutdowns, easier to factor in, but they do require transparency about what's actually happening. Intensive users of energy have been affected by higher energy prices as well. All of these are primarily domestic Chinese issues, rather than necessarily having a global impact. The energy issue is a domestic consequence of an international phenomenon. China is a generally inefficient energy user, and so higher energy prices have a higher economic cost to China than they do to other economies. Ahead today, we have US industrial production data for September. This will be boosted by energy-related activity, but keep an eye on manufacturing activity as well. The US is still a reasonably important manufacturing centre, and so production of goods from the States is a key part of the record or near-record levels of goods production that are going on in the world economy today. Global manufacturing output is expected to grow again in September, a fact that is worth remembering when hearing about supply chain problems. Supply may be overwhelmed by demand, but that clearly doesn't mean that the world is somehow incapable of producing growth. There are various central bank speakers on the agenda. The Fed's Kashkari is speaking on financial inclusion and the Bank of England's Cunliffe on digital currencies. These are not unrelated, as digital currencies can exclude those who have unreliable access to the internet or who are unwilling to embrace the technology of the smartphone. Over the weekend, Bank of England Governor Bailey was saying that the bank would have to act over inflation, hinting quite strongly at a 2022 rate hike. Markets will not be surprised by that necessarily. The governor seems worried about inflation expectations. Some economists might be worried that the governor is treating expectations in a rather old-fashioned textbook way, when the concept of expectations and their importance in the economy might be changing in a world of hashtag economics and social media memes. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.